Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard the good news about uh, minimalist nativity scenes? Uh, I, I, we both have. Um, should we, I feel like we should preface this with, Um, due to technical difficulties, we are re-recording this episode. We're recording this episode on the 12th, which is when uh, this episode is supposed to go up, um, because I was trying to back up our files and I accidentally archived the file that had this episode in it. And then it got corrupted when I tried to unarchive it. And then I spent four hours trying to fix it and it didn't work. So we're re-recording. Yikes. Um, But we're doing like a mini-sode. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not that I'm happy that our recording didn't go up, but it does mean I can talk about this Hanukkah movie and it will go up on Hanukkah. Hell yeah. So... (laughs) Sorry, I was about to just say, for those of you who don't know, I'm Jewish, as if they don't already know. Um, when we recorded this week's episode, we made a joke about uh, a drinking game for every, every time, time... I say, Every time I say I'm Jewish or dyslexic, take a or sip of water. Or I say I'm Greek. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, anyway, it's the as we're recording this, it is the third night of Hanukkah tonight. Yay! Happy third night of Hanukkah. What delicious foods did you have today? We had Mexican soup. <laughs> Incredible. And cornbread and brownies. But tomorrow, we are doing a socially distanced Yankee swap with my cousins. Oh, nice. And my mom is cooking approximately 10 pounds of potatoes for Incredible. our latkes. Incredible. So, needless to say, we are prepared. Nice. And the kitchen will be an explosion of hot oil. And if you want to celebrate Hanukkah, make latkes or eat a donut. Really anything deep fried. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I saw somebody was making... Oh, it wasn't somebody on TikTok. I imagined this. Um, Because you said it. You said uh, we were talking about uh, holiday themed... Mexican food from a Mexican restaurant. Um, and Sophia was right. talking about uh, plantain latka hybrid that I can't yeah, stop I, thinking about. There's a, a recipe came up on like New York Times cooking for butternut squash latkes, to which my mom said, I think that's sacrilege. And I said, interesting take. Please elaborate. She said, well, latkes are potatoes. And I said, okay. And I was like, what if you called them fritters? And then she goes, well, then they're delicious. So. (laughs) I love your mother. (laughs) That's about where she's at. I decided to paint my nails in, well, because normally if I paint my nails, I paint them black or purple and just kind of vibe like that. But I work in the Christmas. Industry? Yeah, the Christmas industry. And so I was like, I'm going to do red nails with white stripes and I'm really bad at painting my nails so it oh my just kind of looked I did, I only did two nails eh, and then I tried to enough. do a snowflake on this one and it didn't really work um, but I have my thumb and index finger of my left hand my thumb has 
I don't know how to describe it. It kind of looks like I just spilled a tiny bit of white nail polish on my thumb and then smeared it around on top of the red. Good luck. And then the my index finger, it kind of looks like I just... Who's to say? Who's to <laughs> Yeah. My grandmother, all of the women on my mom's side of the family, much like my mother, are wild and chaotic. And mm. I hope someday I can be that chaotic of a parent. But um, apparently when my mom was, like, young, back in the day, before, like, funky colored nail polish was really a thing, it was pretty much only, like, shades of red. My grandmother had painted her nails blue, like a very dark blue, mm-hmm. and had gone in with my mother to a, like a pediatrics appointment or something at a hospital, and the doctor like freaked out because he thought my mo- my grandmother was dying because of her nails, and she looks at him and she goes, "It's nail polish, you moron! You have a medical degree." <laughs> Um, my mom's, I, so my mom is still friends with one of her friends from, like, kindergarten. Um. That's impressive. I, I was about to say that's impressive, but considering how long we've known each yeah. other. Um, the, the fun thing about this friend is that she is actually a kindergarten teacher. Anyway, um, this woman told me about how she and my mom, their moms wouldn't let them paint their nails. So what they would do is at school, under their desks, they would paint their nails with Elmer's glue (gasps) that they would uh, dye fun colors using markers. And then they would peel off the, the, like, intact nail covers made out of Elmer's glue and put them on their rulers when they went home. Okay, that I can't get behind. And then they would just put it back on the next day. Oh, boy. Detachable... (laughs) Nail painting. Not a not a fan of that, but great creativity from your mom and, and her friend. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> See, I think about I was that kid, all the time. I used to, like, paint my hands in Elmer's glue and pick it off. Mm-hmm. This was before I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. After I was diagnosed, they just gave me a toy to play with and then things were okay. But I would, like, paint my hands and the teachers would come over and they'd go, wash your hands. And I'd go, no, I'm waiting for it to dry. And they were like, why? And I was like, because I like peeling it. <laughs> my teachers were like, uh, okay, I-, I guess. It's kindergarten. What else are we supposed to do? I found out that you can make some really cool, gross, peely skin special effects by using those, like, let it dry and peel off face masks by dyeing it a different color. Ooh, interesting. I made some some grody special effects um, for, I think it was, I just made a TikTok about it and then never posted it. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, should we say our announcement? Oh, we should say our names and pronouns, maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> We are recording this at, like, 9.15 at night, so I'm Sophia, I use she, her pronouns. I am Kat or Dylan, and I use they, them pronouns. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And, Kat, can I tell you about this movie? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I am part of a Facebook group. I'm part of two different Facebook groups. One of them is called Are the Goyim Okay? Mm -hmm. And for those of you wondering what the Goyim are, it's anybody who's not Jewish. So, Kat... 
mm-hmm. you are a goy, and I love you for it. Um, and then the other Facebook group I'm in, it, I'm in is called No the Goyim Are Not Okay, Please Stop Asking. <laughs> <laughs> and this article um, that I'm about to you read You said you, something along the lines of, you were like quoting your mom, I think, about... Oh, when we were talking about the... We were talking about minimalist nativity sets, which if you want a good hoot, go look it up. Mm-hmm. But I showed it to my mom. They're ridiculous. They make no sense at all. But I showed it to my mom, and she looked at it, and she goes, the goyim are at it again. I, every time I see something stupid on the internet that somebody is doing about Christmas, I send it to you, because I hear your mother's voice in my head saying that. And I'm like, Sophia needs to see this. My favorite thing about being, like, the only Jewish person in my friend group is that all of my friends send me all of the various Jewish memes they find. So, like, there's that one TikTok of the guy pole dancing on top of a dreidel. Yes! I have received that from maybe eight different people, and it's amazing every single time. And I'm like, I'm glad this is what you think. I'm glad this is what you think I want, because you're right. (laughs) But this article I from Insider... I sent every single, both Jewish and Christian meme I can find. Because the Jewish ones, I'm like, I bet Sophia will appreciate this. And then the Christian ones, I'm like, I bet Sophia will get a real laugh making fun of this. And you know what, Kat? That's what I appreciate about you. Because you go the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> Above and beyond. Um, oh God, this article was posted by Insider... Um, it is by Talia uh, Lockritz, and it is called Hallmarks Love Lights Hanukkah is the cheesy interfaith holiday movie we've been waiting for. Ooh. You heard it here first, boys with an asterisk, because <laughs> neither of us are boys. <laughs> ah. Um, they've made it, they've done it, they've made a Christmas movie, but Jewish- Nice. I would also, I no, it's very funny. Um, it, I, I'm probably gonna watch it with my cousin at some point mm-hmm. just to get a good kick out. I of recently, it. and by recently, I mean literally today, found out that in 2017 there was a Woolawa, uh, Christmas zombie musical. Interesting. Called Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, I feel like I heard about that. Hang on a second. Apparently, it's A, queer, B, about Christmas, C, a musical. I feel like I keep on seeing the cover for Let It Snow and thinking that it is that movie, the zombie one. Mm. But I never have enough investment to actually go look it up, so I don't know. Let It It Snow, I watched while drunk on peppermint schnapps hot chocolate. Um, which is the only way to watch a lot of these movies. Thought you were going to say it was the only way to drink peppermint schnapps. Well, that too. I like to put it in frosting that I put on chocolate cakes. Um. Interesting. I like, I like a boozy frosting. No complaints here. Um, I have like five nips of peppermint schnapps specifically for putting in frosting or hot chocolate. Um, I hit my mic. Um, here wait I'll do it in solidarity thunk <laughs> I did it twice um, anyway let it snow I read the book which is there's a book well it's an anthology 
of like five, who's to say? Maybe three, maybe five well-ish known YA authors taking their hands at like writing a cheesy Christmas story. Oh boy. And I read it because I recognized the authors and I heard one of them was queer. Interesting. And I know nothing about it. The movie was basically just the same thing as the anthology, which was to say just a bunch of short snippets of like (laughs) cheesy holiday. It was like three, maybe five. I don't remember. uh, Hallmark Christmas movies shoved into one movie, which honestly made it better because each one was way shorter. Listen, I am a big fan of the conventions of Hallmark movies. I think they're hysterical, they're repeatable, and I think you can, there's so much wiggle room in there. Um, And I really think Netflix has sort of taken that and just said, fuck it, let's go buck wild. Um, Um, Because I have seen A Christmas Prince, A Christmas Prince, The the Royal Wedding, and A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. I played a drinking game watching A Christmas Prince with my friends in college when that movie first came out, and that's all I know. My friend has a conspiracy theory about it that I really don't remember. I just know that they're very invested in in A Christmas Prince. But I don't remember why or how. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, this Hallmark movie uh, called Lights Cam... No, it's not called Lights Camera... Hanukkah. That'd be weird. It's called Love Lights Hanukkah. That is what I googled the first time I when I tried to find this again so what tonight. What I'm hearing is you're gonna make a short film called Lights Camera Hanukkah. That's the plan, baby. Um, the film stars Mia Krishner, who is Jewish, uh, as Christina, a restaurateur who discovers she's Jewish through a DNA ancestry test and celebrates Hanukkah with her newfound family. It has all the trimmings of a cheesy Hallmark holiday movie, but centers Hanukkah traditions and their symbolism, as well as the Jewish characters who celebrate them, which is great. Real cute. Um, It also has, um, what's his face from Boy Meets World? Hmm. The, the, the dude, the the guy. I, from, I don't know. Him. Um, so I would just like to preface this with Hanukkah is not, in fact, the Jewish Christmas. Hanukkah is also not, in fact, a major holiday. It just happens to be in December. And people were like, eh, fuck it, we might as well do this like Christmas. And you know what? I'm not complaining. Listen, I get gifts. all winter holidays are just people being like, let's take a, let's take a minor celebration or a major celebration and position it during the cold, dark months of the year around the time of Yule, so we too can have our own version of Yule. That's why Christmas is in December instead of April, which is when Jesus was supposedly born. Supposedly. (laughs) (laughs) Who's to say if he was ever really born? Who's to say? Who's to say? Not me. I'm Jewish. (laughs) Um, So, fun fact. Last year, for the very first time, Hallmark included Jewish characters and Hanukkah storylines in two movies out of the many that they make. Um, Those two movies were Holiday Date and Double Holiday. And while both were well-intentioned attempts at inclusion, they ultimately, they were, uh, they were Christmas movies Mm -hmm. uh, with kind of shitty Jewish characters who who were like, oh, Hanukkah's a thing. Um, But this year, it's different. 
this year, we have Love Lights Hanukkah. Hell yeah. What is your opinion, if you have any, on the Rugrats Hanukkah episode? Love it. Listen, everything that Rugrats has done is pretty great. Um, it used to be a tradition that in over Passover, we'd watch the Rugrats Passover special and then The Prince of Egypt. Nice. Um, two great movies. I love Rugrats. Yeah. I almost said both starring Val Kilmer. Only one of them has Val Kilmer. My cat is getting into guess, an epic battle with what, a piece what of if, plastic. What if they did both have Val Kilmer? They don't. I, I know We're that, but We're both having two entirely different experiences right now. <laughs> um, I would also just like to say, I am in a new chair tonight. Ooh. My my papa got my mama a a new chair for Hanukkah. Thanks. I got myself I got... a chair because Good. my back hurts, but I can't put it here. It's in the home office I'm, I'm slowly setting up. Um, and I can't sit on it because this room that I'm in isn't carpeted and wheels are mm. bad on hardwood. So. Me looking down at my hardwood floor. <laughs> well, it's, it's apparent, supposedly it's bad for the floors and the wheels, but. Huh, whatever. I don't care. Um, so I would just like to say I've watched the trailer for this and I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but an Italian restaurant owner, Christina, Um, still reeling from the loss of her adopted mother and broken engagement, takes a DNA test to learn more about her background. She finds out she has Eastern European Jewish ancestry and that some close relatives, the Bremens, live nearby. I would just like to say, I have not taken a DNA test, but, and this is a big but, in the trailer it shows her ancestry breakdown and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Because the breakdown is exactly 50% Jewish Eastern European and exactly 50% Italian slash Greek, which is not how ancestry works. My mother, you know my mother. I I do. I believe her ancestry breakdown was like 80% definitely Greek, 18% Greek slash Italian, and 2% Eastern European, or something like that. Yeah, the breakdowns are not in whole numbers like that. Well, my my mom's was. I mean, if... No, no, I'm saying they're not 50% and 50%. Um, I know I don't need to take a DNA test. I already know it's going to come back between 95 and 99% um, Ashkenazi Jew. Like, I, I know. I don't need to... I don't need to, I don't need the government taking some of my DNA and storing it somewhere. It's it's actually not the government. It's a private corporation who will sell your information to other corporations. I don't need that either. It's That's worse. just as bad. It's um, worse. Ancestry is actually owned by Mormons. And I do know that. Apparently there were some rumors that they were using it for really sketchy purposes. I don't I remember it. what they were, but... Don't I use believe it. it. Actually, don't get your DNA analyzed. I did it. It's not worth it. It's expensive, and you just get a bunch of numbers that don't that are like guesstimates, and then private corporations have all of your information. So you're. I once speaking of the Mormons. I once had some Mormons knock on my door, and they were like, "Hi, we're or they did whatever the Mormons do. I don't remember what it is, 
Um, and I was looking at them, Hello. and I was like, "My name is Elder oh, Merle." Oh my gosh! But I was looking at them, and I was like, "I was like, I'm not." I was like, "I, I thank you for." I didn't. I don't know if I said thank you, but I was like, "I'm not interested." Um, and they were like, "Do you have a moment?" And I was like, "Nah, son." I think I came. I I don't know if I said. It came across my mind as it is coming across my mind now. Being a queer person and a Jewish person, we do happen to have two slurs that rhyme with the word bike. <laughs> what? What? what so happened? part of me really wanted to be, part of me really wanted to say, no, 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 I'm a, and a. <laughs> I don't know if you want to keep that in, but that is what came across my head. Jesus. Sorry. But I did say, I was like, no, I'm Jewish and gay. I'm not interested. And they were like, oh, are you sure? Because, you know, we gay people are okay. And I was like, dude, we've got, I was like, there's a mezuzah right there. And you saying gay people are okay is a real vote of confidence, buddy. Don't worry, we don't hate the gays. See, the fact that you felt the need to say that... Also, the Mormon Church does for sure hate the gays. Oh, yeah. Even though they've now said that it's okay, it doesn't mean that they like it. Um, there is a documentary about Imagine Dragons trying to get uh, the Mormon Church to love gay people. My God. Which is Ben just... Savage. That's his name from Boy Meets World. Ah! He's also Jewish. He also has a degree from Stanford in political science. I googled him. With mm-hmm. a friend. We were talking. We were very interested in this. Um, he interned for the senator who came up with the magic bullet theory for for JFK. Oh, JFK I thought you meant the, like, the blender thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> came up with the magic bullet. Oh, my God. Okay. So, back to Love Lights Hanukkah. I don't know that we're less giggly today than we were when we recorded the first time no i just think we're less burnt out fair (laughs) we we by the end of that episode it was like fucking wading through molasses it was bad we were having a conversation Um, in slow motion (laughs) yes um so it turns out she's more closely related to the braymans than she thought when ruth brayman reveals she's christina's biological mother both drawn to Ruth, despite uh, t- and desperate to hold on to the memory of her mother, Christina navigates a new family and a new holiday while honoring the Christmas traditions she was raised with. Because, of course, uh, there's also the matter of David, and I like how they went with the most Jewish name possible. David. The only other name I could think of that would be more Jewy would be Abraham or Avi, of which I I know somebody like that. Or Herschel. I also know a Herschel. You know a Herschel. Hmm. Hope he doesn't mind me saying his name. He won't. He doesn't care. My cat has decided my earbuds are a fun toy and she keeps yoinking them out of my ear. Oh, baby. Um, so, David is a restaurant critic who gave Christina's lasagna a less-than-enthusiastic review. 
but is a fixture of the Bremen's Hanukkah gatherings as a family friend. That's not clear from the trailer. From the trailer, it seems like he's somehow related to her mother. Ah. Um, to which I was like, maybe he's like the brother-in-law of one of her kids or something. But they don't make it clear mm-hmm. that he's a that he's not related to her in the trailer. Um, you can probably guess how it ends, though. Um, their bland, this is a direct quote from this article, their bland romance is the film's weakest point. The warm, lively Bremens are by far more com- a more compelling storyline. Aside from a few gratuitous bagels and lox references, the bungled Hebrew pronunciations, the Jewish aspects of the film feel authentic. Listen, as long as they have some old guy saying Adonai, it'll be okay. They probably don't. But there's a picture of, um, of Christina and Ruth looking at a dreidel collection, which is something I know no Jewish people have. <laughs> or should I say, I know no Jewish people who have a dreidel collection. Um... Interfaith identities can feel particularly complex during the winter season, with several distinct, widely celebrated religious holidays in close proximity, but the film treats Hanukkah as more than just a foil to Christmas, which I appreciate. Thank Um, you very much. What non-religious winter holidays have you celebrated? I guess I've been to, like, a solstice party. Oh, nice. Um, So with my college friends from like various uh families and faiths uh we had non-denominational naruto day as our winter holiday that's it bye guys i'm done (laughs) i've been sophia you've heard the good news no i'm joking Um, um and then in middle school i believe um inspired by one of our teachers we did um chris mahana kwanzaa classic hi cat not you cat but your cat ella she slammed i don't know if you saw that she slammed into my laptop when she got yeah, it on the I table. Saw it tilt. um good baby um <laughs> she, she is just attacking cat's shoulder um cat i would i would just um fuck hang on hold on give me a second i'll get there hold on um we have a tradition this is so completely unrelated but your cat biting you for some reason (laughs) made me think of it (laughs) i don't know why um we have a a tradition where we go with where i go with you to get your blood drawn i had my blood drawn this morning oh yeah how'd that go uh they took 26 tubes so I've, i've been sucked dry that's gross not gonna not gonna say that again um so the brainmans back to this movie mm-hmm. um which i was gonna talk about because i probably was gonna watch it with somebody over the weekend and i'll give a review next week okay my my hot takes after i've seen it um did i tell you okay i'm gonna have you finish describing this and i'm gonna, gonna tell you all the christmas movies this year that i've watched all this so far oh, a quick boy, rundown okay. there were like three i've only watched like three. Oh, okay 
Um, the Bremens take the time to educate Christina and thereby the audience, because I assume most people who are regularly watching the Hallmark Channel are in fact Christian. Um, Safe I bet. guess. I looked at their website and was like scrolling through the 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 like thumbnail the like poster images. Um, this year there are two movies it looks like that have people of color starring in them. Ooh! So that's exciting. Um, they uh, light the menorah. They talk about the origins of Hanukkah, which for for those of you who don't know, um, Jewish holidays usually follow in one of two veins. One, this is a time that's important in the calendar. So high holidays happen in the fall, and Sukkot happens in the fall, and Passover is the spring. So there are the ones that are important, like, and important for, like, a temporal perspective. So, like, Mm -hmm. fall, spring, summer, blah, blah, blah. And then there are the ones where it's like, hey, these people tried to kill us, but they didn't. Let's eat food now. There's a chart. That goes yeah, around the internet it. every time there is confusion about Jewish holidays. And it's tried to kill us, didn't, let's eat trees, exclamation point, mm-hmm. are the four categories of this chart. Mm-hmm. It's very accurate. Um, and you want to know what's funny? Um, I saw this video of somebody being like, people like to dunk on the Jews, but let me remind you, every single time that somebody's tried to come for us in some serious way, (laughs) other than the Holocaust, um, they've gotten their shit rocked. Um, this is unrelated. Other than the Holocaust. Makes sense. Um, this is unrelated, but I'm making a card. So, I've been talking to this person on a dating app since august um and have you hey are you still talking through the dating app no we we text now that's Um, good and they asked for my address so they could send me a holiday card and so i decided to make them one and i know they like mothman so it says happy holidays and there's a mothman with candy canes on his head and ornaments on his wings and uh, like string lights running across his face. That's really cute, Cat. You make the like the cutest cards. Thank and you. And I would also just to say, like to say, one thing I extra appreciate about your cards is that when you're writing to me, you have really good handwriting. I don't know if that's universal. I never have good handwriting. I put a lot of effort into making my like. Well, you make it so I can read it. I which try is more real hard to make cards a lot legible. Of people. Um. So, in the course of this movie, they ask David if he's going to settle down and tell Christina what a cute couple they'd make. Um, An accurate portrayal of a Jewish family. Pretty accurate. It's like, hey, you're Jewish? This person's Jewish. You guys should get married. Oh, my... He's such a nice Jewish... He'll be a settle... Fucking joke about your Jewish grandmother. It's gone. Um, I mean, in my family, it's nice Greek boy. Nice Greek boy. Um, the way Christina balances Christmas and Hanukkah will also feel familiar to the one in five adults in the U.S. who have been raised in interfaith homes. That's fun. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, I would just like to state, unless it's incredibly important to whoever I settle down with, um, my kids are gonna, if I have kids... 
Them's'll be Jewish. But that's the cool thing about being Jewish. Is you don't have to care about God. Couldn't give a shit. Yeah. Just some guy. <laughs> Actually, just some they, them, really. What was that? My cat. Oh. <laughs> she, what did she get into? Oh, she climbed into a paper bag earlier and then in trying to get out, tried to exit through one of the handles and got stuck. <laughs> oh. Cause she's Oh my dumb. God. She prepares traditional Jewish foods in a Santa apron. That's okay. Um... <laughs> Host the Bremens for Hanukkah with decorative elves lighting the path to her door and invites them to her restaurant, Christina's Diner, um, to join in her late mother's beloved traditions. Aww. In a standout scene, David and the Bremens take Christina to a public menorah lighting ceremony. It's the kind of magical holiday moment Hallmark is known for. I would just like to say, it... Menorah lightings these days have been, are much less fun than I imagined that they used to be, because now they're just all electric, and it's just like, you kind of flip a switch. It's gotta before, be like it's the Olympic torch, you know? It, that's so much more fun. You, you should have a person running, running with a torch. Well, the problem is the, all of the candles have to be lit from the tallest candle on the menorah. Okay, then with the instead Shamas. of being a tallest candle, instead of a torch, it's the tallest candle. Just a guy with yeah. a giant candle that's lit. <laughs> Just making um, his way through the streets. Uh, Torah. Hanukkah is not even mentioned in the Torah, by the way. It's in the Talmud, which is a different Jewish text, which also, fun fact. I don't know how much you know about Jewish texts, but you know that stereotype about how Jews argue a lot? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's built into, like, the fucking core of our religion because there is a text called the Midrash, which is basically a bunch of old rabbis. And by old, I don't mean, like, I don't know how old they were when they wrote it, but old as in it happened a while ago. Um, but it's basically a collection of essays just being like, this is what I think, and this other thing that this guy said, I think he's wrong. And there's this, there's this old joke that some, like, 8th century rabbis were all hanging out, were all sitting together and arguing about a particular passage, and God sees this and he speaks to them and he says, would you like to know what this passage is about? And all of the rabbis look at, look up at him and go, no, you had your chance to talk, now it's our turn. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and... Like, that's a pretty well-known story. Um, and really accurate. Really, really accurate. It's built into the core of our religion that we do like to have fun arguments. Or dumb ones. The best kind, honestly, are the yeah. lowest stakes. Her name is Becky Brayman. Sorry, I'm just looking at this article. One of the, um, one of the Braymans, her name is Becky Brayman. Um, so... Yeah, there's a public menorah ceremony, um, and, um, and a crowd of Jewish people wearing various different yarmulkes and various styles, um, Becky wishing Christina Chag Sameach with the proper 
Which is an exaggeration. God, that looks fucking crazy on my audio. <laughs> um, but it is really supposed to be... Um, it's deep in there. It's a phlegm-based language. Um, Hebrew is. Uh, what, you have a face? There's some... I, I'm trying to remember. I think it's a joke that's originally from Arabic, I want to say, about how a lot of uh, languages that originate in deserty places have a lot of throaty, guttural, phlegm things as a, ma- a way of keeping your throat wet in the dry, dry weather. There's a Jewish comedian, Louis Black, who, who's talking about being Jewish and pronunciation in Hebrew, and he goes, he's, you know, does the ch, and he said, you know, Hebrew is a phlegm-based language, because when you were wandering in the desert for 40 years, if you didn't keep the spit up, you would die of dehydration. Yeah, I think I've heard something along that, but from an like an Arabic yeah. joke. There, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, they got Leslie Odom Jr. and Nicolette Robinson to do a rendition of Mazotzur, uh, which plays in the background. It feels very much like a scene out of a Hallmark movie. Nice. Um, but... It is, in fact, a Hanukkah movie, which is really cool. Um, And the end of this article says, Love Lights Hanukkah might just be the applesauce to your latke. I'm trying to combine Hanukkah and Hallmark into one word. Hallmark. Hallmark. Oh, don't don't like that. I've got nothing. Neither do I. I want matzo ball soup now. I have to find I have to find gluten free matzo ball mix for you, cat, or gluten free matzo. I'm sure it's somewhere. Oh my god, I have the hiccups. Hang on, I'm gonna water oh. break. This week's water episode break. is brought to you by water. Drink water to survive. That's the last of my water. I'm actually drinking ginger ale. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's cold. Yeah. I almost said, you know, it's cold and wet. Like water. <laughs> same same thing. Um, there's the... The articles listed under this one are really funny. It's, the White House didn't always celebrate Hanukkah, and here's how the tradition began. I don't want to read that. Ten surprising facts you didn't know about Hanukkah. You want to fucking bet? Let's let's go. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Hanukkah means dedication. It's a dedication to a miracle. Um, Hanukkah is not a major religion. Not a major religion. <laughs> fucking religious holiday. Hanukkah isn't a major religion. Also true. It is, uh, it takes place in December. It's pretty early this year, which means next year it'll be over fucking that holiday. The other one. Christmas. <laughs> I was like, y- Yule, the solstice, non-denominational Naruto day. Um, fun fact, in 2013, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah were, they overlapped, um, which won't happen again until 2070. Hmm. Which is really fun. I did, I knew that, too. Um, yeah, menorah, I know what that means. 
It hosts two Hanukkah receptions every year. I bet... I don't know if Trump is still doing it. Um, but do you want to hear... This is not about Hanukkah. I have a real... There's a really cool story about Obama in the White House where, you know, one April in his first term, he was, you know, walking around the White House at night and he came across some of the staff members having a Seder. Um, and he asked them what was going on, and they were like, oh, it's Passover, we're having a Passover Seder. And he was like, do you mind if I sit and join you? And they were like, sure, Mr. President, have a seat! (laughs) Um, and then he started, like, and then every year since, when, as he was the president, he would host a Seder. Oh, nice! I think is pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Passover is the best Jewish holiday, I would just like to throw that out there. In my personal opinion... I fuck with Passover the most. I think my favorite, like, religious holiday is... I got nothing. <laughs> I like I like Although... Christmas, but I don't like the... Like, I don't care. I'm Like, growing up, I never went to church for Christmas. Your like, Christmas is non-denominational. It's pretty much. It's a winter holiday with tree and gift. Yeah. And it was like... We would have the nativity scene for, like, Christmas parties. Um, or, like, I th- before we, like, before we ever did the nativity scene, like, we would just do, like, a winter village, which would sprawl across, like, two tables. And it would be, like, these little light-up figurines that my mom used to collect on top of a ton of cotton to be, like, mm. snow. Um, anyway, I just, I like, I, I've said this to you several times, and it's just, like, I really just, I like the... It, the, the thing that really appeals to me about Christmas and, like, all winter holidays is, like, during the coldest, darkest months of the year, people want to find reasons to come together and celebrate and put up pretty lights and tell their families that they love them. You know? Yeah. Do you want to hear this other article, which is, this other article is 13 reasons everyone should be sad they don't celebrate Hanukkah. I agree. Number one of which is, it's eight days long. It's pretty fun. Um, And you get to eat latkes, which you can eat at other times of the year. (laughs) They're just... You eat fried food on Hanukkah to commemorate the miracle of the oil lasting for eight days, which is why we celebrate Hanukkah Mm -hmm. over eight days. Because, you know, the Maccabees, them Jews, got... Well, they got their shit rocked and then they rocked some shit... And, in short, they were trying to light the, the, the menorah at the synagogue, and it didn't light, and I'm going into my fucking Jew thing, I don't know what this is, but they couldn't light, they only had enough oil to last one day, and it needed, they, it would take eight days to make more, but the oil lasted for eight days, and it was a miracle. And that's why you eat fried food on Hanukkah. You're welcome. Enjoy your Jewish story. For a visual, while Sophia was telling this story, I don't think her hands ever got below her shoulders. It's the thing. It's, I don't, I don't know. We also eat soup ganiot, which are delicious. And traditionally, they are jelly donuts. And also, fun fact, at least according to my friend, it's the only time you can actually find donuts in Israel. Huh. Until, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. I actually don't know if there's a Dunks in Israel. Who's to Who knows? Say? 
Um, um oh, can there I... are other foods. Oh, we have gelt, which is chocolate. Um, it's the coins, we... right? Yeah, we have dreidel, um, which I I would like a dreidel, a Jewish top. Um, <laughs> but we can move on from that. Um. Yeah, Hanukkah parties, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever, whatever. I like Jew- Jewish, Jewish, Jewish. I'm Jewish. Take you were drink, talking take about take a drink. Um, the, the, oh, the the dreidel collection. I'm looking at a picture of it right now from the movie. It it looks like a fish tank. It's like a glass shelf, but it really does look like they're looking at a fish tank. But I I unlocked a cursed memory when you were talking about that. Which oh, is no. the one time I got in trouble when I was really little and school was we were in my class. We were learning how to play with dreidel. What's the game with dreidel? Dreidel. Is it just? Okay. We were learning how to play that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Oh, um, you spin. Well, there's, I don't know. There. For. I feel like, I don't know if people know what dreidel is, but you have a top and each um, each side has a letter on it, and they sometimes change depending on, like, tradition or whatever, but a standard dreidel has gimel, nun, shin, and the other one, um, which I'm forgetting. Hey, it's hey. Sorry, I had to go through the, the Hebrew alphabet song that I've have burned into my memory mm-hmm. from Hebrew school. Um, uh, yeah, and they each mean different things. Gimel, it's a betting game. So it's like you put coin, you put gelt in the pot, and then if you spin the top and it lands on a number, if it lands on a certain letter, you get a certain amount of what's in the mm-hmm. pot, basically. Um, anyway, we were playing dreidel in kindergarten as, like, we, were, we learned how to play it for class, and we were playing it in little groups. And I, I like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but there was some kid who was being a real prick about playing the game and kind of being an asshole about having to play. And I, I believe what happened was he said this, something along the lines of like, this game is too complicated. This game is stupid. And I stood up and screamed at him that he was being rude to our Jewish friends. And I got in An trouble ally. for yelling at this poor kid who just Kat, didn't want to play a game. You are an ally. A true, true ally. I think I think that I called him stupid also. And that's why I got in trouble. Ooh. The S word. That'll get you every time. I just, I had forgotten about that until you were talking about the dreidel collection. I don't know anybody who has a dreidel collection. Like, we have a, we have a, like, fancy dreidel. We don't use it, because it's very heavy and made out of glass. And all it does is sit there. This Uh, is another somewhat tangentially related topic, but do you remember- Listen, we, we named, we literally named the, our network, the Tangents Only Network. That's what I was gonna say at the beginning of this. Yeah! That was gonna be our, our news. We have- We have a network. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Tangents Only or send us an email at t- er, Tangents Only, excuse me, at gmail.com. 
Have You Heard the Good News is now part of the Tangents Only Network and is in fact the only podcast on the network. For now. For now. Um, and that is a threat. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh! A cursed memory. Uh, speaking of Speaking of tops, do you remember how hard it was to spin those Japanese tops? Yes! I think about oh that my... every time I think about tops. Like the toy tops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were very hard to spin, and I was very proud of myself the one time I got it to work. I... I'm trying to remember what they look like. They're like little stone things and you wrap a string around them and then you pull on the sp- string to get it to spin <gasps> yes and it's very okay tricky. i'm 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 looking at them now because i i know i like remembered sort of what you were talking about but like not really um, this episode is uh quote unquote minisode which means it has very little structure which is why it is the way it is um what a, listen oh my god you can get Wow, that's fun. You can get latkes and jelly donuts at Disney World's holiday celebration. Don't go to Disney yeah. World, though. I wait, hang on. Is this is this was this article written in 2020? It was written in 2019. Okay. Don't oh, go to Disney Can I World. tell you about the fucking whack Christmas movie that I watched recently? Please. So, was it a princess switched again? No. So, the premise of it is, is you've probably heard of Happiest Season, which is Hulu's Woolawa Christmas movie. For those for people who don't know, Woolawa is woman loving woman. Yes, but take out the put just put an X in. It's woman X. Oh, just so you know, gender and I don't want to. You can be you can be Woolawa and not identify as a woman. Well, that would just be loving turf. women. <laughs> Fair anyway. Enough. Um, Happy so season. there is a Netflix uh, queer holiday romance. I feel with, like I heard about like, this. Like, I swear the budget was like $10. The premise of... What's it called? It's called A New York Christmas Wedding. And the premise of this movie is there's this... The main character, her fiancé, who's like this like rich man is like, ooh, let's get uh, married on Christmas. And she's like, I don't really want to do that. Um, Who but his, would want to get married Well, it's a PR Christmas. move because his family is famous. Um, Gross. And she doesn't really want to do that. And I don't know, I don't remember exactly how this happens. I think she goes to church to pray on it or something. Maybe not. Oh, I don't boy. think she's very religious. But somehow... She ends up meeting, I believe it's an angel, who's like, "Oh boy, hey, do you want to go back in time? Do you want to go see how your life could have slash should have ended up?" And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Remember that one time you had a fight with your best friend in high school, and then you guys never spoke again?" She was like, "Yes." And he's like, "Let's see what would happen if you didn't have that fight." I'm going to be honest, I was pretty high while watching this movie, which is why a lot of the details are complicated, but it's not a well-thought-out, high-quality movie. So she, uh, she like, wakes up in her hometown in, I think she, I think it was Yonkers, and I was like, hey, 
I know that place. I went to school there. Yankas. Yankas. And she's like back in her old neighborhood and she doesn't have a rich husband or a rich fiance. She is instead engaged to her best friend from high school. And they're, um, and her best friend is like talking to her about petitioning the, the priest from their church again. And uh, in this like kind of alternate reality, her like dad's still alive and she lives back in her old neighborhood and still like close with her family who she hasn't spoken to in years. And her best friend from high school didn't kill herself and Excuse is still alive. Me? Yup. They failed to fucking mention, you failed to mention that earlier, cat. They didn't mention it in the movie either until like oh, okay. randomly in the middle. Oh boy. Um, Sorry, I'm looking at pictures of these latkes from <laughs> the Epcot ball. <laughs> Epcot ball. <laughs> they look terrible. You can get them, you can get smoked salmon potato laka, which is, I get it, but it's a disgrace. <laughs> the only thing that should be eaten with latkes is sour cream and applesauce, and ketchup if you're a heathen. Um... Oh, but they, so they get gay married in her family's church that she hasn't been to in a zillion years. Is this her friend that killed herself? Yeah. Are they the ones getting married? Yeah, she's getting married to her friend who killed herself. Um. Ah. Anyway, this very strange and together movie. (laughs) Gay married in the Catholic church. And they're the first couple to get married, gay married in the Catholic church on Christmas. Ever? Well, at this church. And it's this big oh romantic deal. Um, and she finds out that the, like, she finds out that her uh, her best friend, when they had the fight, was calling her because she was stressed because she wasn't sure what to do because she was pregnant. Did she? <laughs> what did she do? It's unclear. Or maybe it was clear and I just didn't register because i was again very high gotcha um anyway it gets to the end of the movie and the guy's like so and the angel comes back and is like so which reality during the wedding reception it's like which reality do you want to live in and she's like um this one i guess and instead of like continuing her life from that point she the adult woman with all of her memories goes back in time to be to undo the fight. And it's, I believe it's like mm-hmm. implied that she still remembers everything that happened in both realities. But she's a kid. But she's a she, teenager wait. again. Huh? <sighs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not high and this is confusing me. I'm going to pull a whip, the, like, whip of not like, whip. not like the plot of it, but just the like, logic not that christmas movies had much logic to begin with i don't know what i was expecting okay from so the imdb a New description York christmas wedding so it, it has 5.2 out of 10 on imdb which is frankly high um yeah i was gonna say and the 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 uh summary on imdb which we all know is a garbage summary is a yuletide angel shows a bride what could have been if she had followed her secret feelings for her best friend Oh boy. Oh boy, not good. Don't I'm like that. I'm trying to find like a better, longer description. I like how we've called this a mini-sode and we've been recording for like almost an hour. 
Listen, it's the same length as a regular episode. We just talk about the amount of content that would be crammed into. We just let ourselves go on for a little bit longer yeah. than we normally would otherwise. Netflix's latest LGBTQ plus holiday movie, A New York Christmas Wedding. This article is from The Advocate. It was written by Tracy E. Tracy e. Gilchrist. Um, Close enough. A New York Christmas Wedding, which features a lead bisexual character, delves into a world of do-overs and second chances when Jennifer second-guesses her imminent wedding to her fiancé, David. Jennifer gets cold feet when David's overbearing mother insists on a massive Christmas wedding for her son with little regard for the bride's interests. As, as is the stuff of Christmas flicks, a twist of fate brings Jennifer, who's reeling from the recent loss of her father and the long-ago loss of her best friend Gabrielle, together with her guardian angel, Azrael. He conjures an alternate world in which Gabrielle and Jennifer's father are still alive, and Jennifer gets a second shot at love with Gabrielle. I've brought you here to see what could have been with your true first love, oh boy. Azrael says, offering her 48 hours to live her truth. A New York Christmas Wedding is one of several Christmas movies this year that features queer leading characters. Among them is the first studio back... Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. I need more explanation of what happens in this movie because I don't remember. <laughs> I'd watch it again. With I mean, I'd... <laughs> I'd watch it with you. Again. Never mind. Oh! Can I can I share with you a big spoiler? I don't care. Azrael the angel is the aborted fetus. Is Gabrielle's aborted fetus? I forgot about that. No. No. <laughs> Netflix is a New York Christmas wedding. Is a what? Oh, sorry, this article is from the Slate. the The um, headline is "Ballad of a Flamboyantly Gay Dead Fetus." No. The article is by Christina. No, no, no Christina Cotterichi, no. and the sub sub headline is um, Netflix's "A New York Christmas Wedding" is a wild, howlingly bad queer holiday movie for the ages. No, it's so bad. I went Scottish. <laughs> no. The plot of this movie is so bizarre. The script is so contrived and the queer substance so off-kilter that I can hardly re- believe that the thing I watched is real, let alone that multiple people greenlit it for distribution on Netflix. Oh my god. We have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, so that's to. the fucking Buckwild Christmas movie that I watched wow. this past, or I guess it was like a week ago. We should probably wrap up the yeah, podcast. Yeah, so you heard the good news about... Hanukkah and movies. And what else did we talk about? Nothing. Food. A lot. We talked and about food and holidays. I, yeah, you have heard the good news. I'm Sophia. I'm Kat. Uh, yeah, you have heard the good news. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.